Hello, this is Josh Buck with the Valcom Business Podcast. Hope you are having a wonderful day. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about looking toward the future. I think probably for most of us who started a business and maybe we've been in business for a few years, we kind of look back and we sometimes wonder, how did we get here? Uh, and um, I know for for myself and inside of uh, inside of my primary business, I think of uh, of, of a time when I kind of had an idea of kind of what I wanted to do. I kind of thought maybe it would just be me, and you know maybe I'd have you know one or two people, and uh, kind of felt that well maybe I'm the type of person that could possibly have a business that's this particular size. And then you began getting into business, and, and you realize that. Uh, that there is a potential and a possibility for more. But uh, we, as we also know that many businesses uh, don't succeed. Actually, most businesses uh, don't succeed in the, in the first five years. Actually, only a small fraction of them actually do uh, get past the first five years of, of business and continue to succeed. And, and very few of, uh, of even those actually will make it past a, a decade or two. So um, if, you, uh, if you've gotten to the point to where your business has passed those first five years, congratulations. Uh, you're in a small percentage of businesses and business owners that actually uh, do survive that long. But I think for most of us that get into get into business, we we really kind of get to the point to where we do look toward the future. And I'm going to talk a little bit about today about looking uh, into the future. Remember a couple of years ago, actually about three years ago now, uh, I sat down with uh, when I kind of made my uh, first full time hire. I guess probably about no, about four and a half five years ago now. And I remember having the conversation, and uh, the right-hand uh, person in my business, his name is Jonathan, and I remember having a conversation with Jonathan, and, uh, and we were just having a casual conversation one day, and I, I said to him, I think that I possibly could be the type of person that could lead a business maybe of you know, three, four, maybe five employees. And I, I did not uh, ever think that my business would ever get past that because I didn't think I was the type of leader uh, that could, uh, to, could possibly lead that, si- that, uh, that size of a business. Well, things kind of caught on. The business has, has grown, uh, and we're just getting an, an, a lot of people contacting the business wanting to work with us. And, um, and so kind of I had to get to the point of really sitting down and making a, determin- a determination of where do I want this thing to go. Uh, for some, uh, for some of you that are listening, and some business owners are perfectly content. They'll be happy being a solopreneur the uh, for the for the rest of their life. Maybe uh, they're an owner operator. They're happy with that, and that's the kind of the place they want to be. For others, if you sit down and uh, you say, "Okay, I want to have a business that uh, grows to a a certain level," maybe it's revenue goals or um, uh, maybe a, some sort of an impact goal that you have in your business, and you realize it's going to take a, a a certain type of growth to get there. So I think the first step when we look into the future is really making a determination of uh, do you have a clear vision of where you want to go? Um, do, you, do you have an idea of where you want your business to go? And I think there really does need to be a deeper purpose. Uh, I remember starting off the podcast, uh, my very first podcast, talking about our, our why. I think of Simon Sinek. Uh, we, we need to have really a good understanding of why we're doing what we're doing. And then uh, once we have a, a real good understanding of uh, why is it that we're uh, doing what we're doing, uh, really kind of looking and say, okay, well, uh, what sort of business or what type of business do I want to have to have uh, the greatest impact and to be able to truly reach that, uh, that why of, uh, of that we are in, uh, truly in business? And that why may be, uh, may be of a professional end, it may be of a personal end, or it may, may uh, be part and parcel of both. Uh, but do you have a, a truly a clear vision of where you want to go? You need to have an understanding that many of the people uh, who have kind of gotten you where you're at uh, are probably not going to be the same people that are going to get you to where you want to be. And that will be that will go everywhere from, uh, from the, the customers that you engage with, 
uh, in all probability, unless you're a Walmart or something with that type of an avatar. But many, many times uh, in your business, you will see that the customer base that you have now will not be the same customer base that you will have if you're going to reach your goals. Uh, now, uh, for most of you, you probably understand my primary business is a is a um, I have a, an accounting firm. And we aren't a typical accounting firm that we do, you know, audits and reviews and that type of thing. Uh, we, our firm really uh, does focus more on tax and, and business consultation and really kind of working uh, side by side with our clients trying to help them reach their goals. And, uh, and so uh, when we uh, um, kind of sitting down and, and looking, looking at our business, I kind of understanding the types of clients that I had when I first started, uh, you know, well over uh, 20 years ago now, almost a quarter of a century ago now, when I first started the, started this business as a kind of a little side hustle, though I don't have any of those clients anymore. Okay, uh, So now we have a very clear definition of, of the client that we'll work with now. And because uh, we know that those are the types of clients that we service best, and we also know those are the types of clients that are going to help us uh, to be able to reach our goals as well. Um, so the, the same people that you have, the same clients that you have, you may not have those same clients. Um, if your clients grow along with you, great, and hopefully they do. Uh, but if a situation where you may end up uh, leaving some of those uh, some of those clients behind, so to speak. Same thing with uh, with your vendors. Uh, you may outgrow them. Uh, the people that help uh, su maybe supply you the goods or the services uh, that help you provide uh, goods and services for, for your clients may not be the same group of people. Same thing will be true with your advisors. I, I, uh, I kind of sit primarily in the role of an advisor for our clients, and, and, uh, and I know there are times that uh, we've kind of grown past our clients, and there are, have been clients that have outgrown us as well. Uh, their business caught fire, and they needed something a little bit more than we could offer to them. And uh, that hasn't happened a whole lot, but I understand sometimes that, that clients will outgrow uh, us as well. So uh, an understanding, once you have a clear uh, vision of where, what, you're, what you truly want your business to look like three, five, uh, seven, ten years down the road, an understanding that it may end up uh, resulting in, in different people around you uh, to help you get there. So uh, do you have a clear vision of what your business will look like in the future? Second, do you, uh, uh, do you have or can you develop the talent and leadership necessary uh, for, uh, for you to get there? And this is going to include, and I think primarily, yourself. And uh, are you able to uh, develop yourself to be the type of person that can lead a business? Now, when, uh, when, you're, when you have a business of you know, three to five people, uh, most of the time one person can effectively lead a few people. But once you get past that level, uh, you're not going to effectively be able to lead 10, 20, 50 people. You're going to have to really begin to change what you do in the business, change the type of leader that you are, and then bring other people alongside of you to help provide leadership in your business. Uh, I think if anything uh, that I had to learn uh, in, in my business was this, that I was not going to be able to lead uh, more than uh, about five people effectively. And I'm not sure too many people can. I knew that I was going to have to bring people inside the business, develop the people I had inside the business uh, to, be, to, be, to be the leaders if we were going to grow uh, past uh, that number of people. So, uh, so, um, uh, so first of all, developing yourself, understanding your strengths and weaknesses, understanding uh, where you lead well, where maybe where you don't lead, at, lead as effectively, and then uh, develop people inside of your business or bring people inside of your business uh, who can uh, step in and help in the, in the leadership uh, area uh, inside of your business. Uh, number three, determine the type of client or customer that will help you get there. I talked about this before. So uh, the clients that you had years ago uh, probably aren't going to be the same clients that you're going to have that, that are going to get you uh, into the future, the, or that client or that customer, whatever you end up calling the person that, you, uh, that you're trying to serve. 
And uh, so that may look vastly different. Uh, so what does that ideal avatar or what is that ideal, ideal client that you have uh, that uh, is going to get you uh, to the next uh, uh, level in business? And, uh, and then also become the type of business that can service that. So just saying, okay, well, I want to work with this type of uh, client, but you can't possibly service them, uh, then, uh, then, then you're not ready yet. Uh, you need to kind of uh, d- uh, develop and grow inside of your business to be able to, to be the type of business uh, and that will include, it could be everything from, from supply chain uh, all the way to, uh, to the leadership lids uh, getting lifted to be able to, to serve and service uh, your clients and, uh, and, and serve them effectively. Next, uh, number four, uh, did, uh, what specific operating system needs to be implemented? And uh, there, there are a number of uh, different ones out there, and, and I have uh, clients that have different types of operating systems. Uh, but you need to uh, kind of you, what, one thing you will learn is that there has to be some sort of a structure in your business. There has to be a an operating system inside of your business, one that works for the type of business that you have and the size of business that you have. And so you will find uh, yourself outgrowing uh, certain systems in your businesses. And this can be from an operational end. This can be from a financial end. Okay, you can, there are some, some basic financial uh, processes and systems out there in, in, a, in a business uh, that, will, that may serve you if you're a small business. But as your business begins to grow, you need something more complex. And so, uh, so as your business grows, understanding that the systems inside of your business are also uh, going to are also going to have to either grow or change along uh, with uh, the growth of your business. Next, uh, what processes and technologies uh, are needed to, uh, uh, to to help you get to where you want to go? Uh, this is one area in my business I've invested a lot of money in over the last year, and that's in process and technology. And it is not easy to do. And, and and to be honest with you, it's gonna it's gonna create some additional pain points in your business, especially on the front end. Uh, but they are essential if they're if you're going to get to where you want to go. Uh, kind of on the on the um, on the, the I'll just give you a, an example of a, of a pain point that we had here is uh, just yesterday I received an email from uh, from a client that we've had for a number of years, a little bit frustrated uh, because of some of the reminders that were going out. Uh, and, and it was simply in our process to, uh, to kind of go back to the customer until they, uh, until they were able to provide us what we needed. And, it was, and, and as you know right now, it's difficult to find people. Uh, and as you kind of go through and try to keep costs down and also to try to be able to serve the customer well, uh, you may implement uh, technology pieces uh, to be able to help communicate with the customer, to help uh, to get information from the customer, whatever the case may be. And uh, this was a situation here where it didn't go well, go well, and it was something that we learned. Okay, this is something we need to tweak a little bit in our process. So we spent the money on the processes to build those out. We spent money on the technology, but also understanding this is going to be a, a maintenance piece as well. And um, and so, but if your business is going to grow, you're going to have to have a change in your uh, just not in your systems and your processes, uh, in, in your people, uh, but also when you start looking at your your technology as well, uh, you're going to probably have to bring more technology into your business uh, to be able to uh, help uh, the people inside of your business and also help uh, with the uh, with the communication and to be able to serve your clients well. Next, uh, what marketing and sales plan is needed? And so if you're in the type of business that um, uh, you're, uh, where you have to uh, kind of get your message out there, uh, that particular plan, that, uh, the, the, the marketing plan that you had at one point, uh, the sales script that you may use, all of those may change and will change in time. Uh, as, as you begin to grow your business, you begin to, uh, begin to re- try to reach a different type of a customer, a different type of a clientele base, uh, understanding that's probably going to require a change uh, in, your, in your sales and your, in your marketing plans. 
And then lastly, number seven, what elements of your culture are essential to get you there? And, uh, and I, the one thing that I know that, that I've learned uh, in, in my business, working with other type of business, you really have to kind of have that always be learning uh, culture inside of your business. That uh, there needs to be a very uh, specific time to where you're learning together as a team, as you're doing uh, training. Uh, you as the owner many times are going to kind of have to step back into the business uh, in this particular area, try to help uh, the, uh, the, the people inside of your business to understand uh, this is kind of the, the thought process on, on uh, how we do this inside of our businesses, uh, my thought process on how we communicate and communicate well with our clients, whatever it may be, uh, to bring people inside to, to train on the, on the technology, to, uh, to train on processes. And this isn't something that's a one and done or even just a weekly meeting uh, type of a thing. This is uh, going to be one of those things that literally is going to be an everyday effort. And, uh, and you may find yourself, as we did in our business, where you have a person that that's all they do. Uh, they work on processes, they work on training, they work on, on just making sure that everything is working smoothly inside the business. And so that becomes part of your culture. Uh, so uh, having that training and, and learning element of your, of inside of your culture. Uh, that of, of confidence. You're going to have to have a culture of people who are confident. Uh, they're not going to be able to, uh, to be micromanaged. Uh, if you have a business of people that need to be micromanaged and, and uh, business leaders inside the business that are micromanagers, uh, your business is not going to grow effectively. Uh, you're going to end up with a, with a culture that you're not going to be happy with. Okay, uh, So uh, having a culture of confident people and also a culture of accountability. I think this is extremely important as well, kind of looking at three areas uh, of, of culture inside of your business that I think that, uh, that are three key for any business that is going to grow, is going to grow effectively. Kind of that culture of training and learning, the, the culture of, of confidence, and then also a culture of accountability. So uh, just a few different uh, kind of areas you may want to look inside of your business as you uh, kind of go through the process. If you are the type of business owner that wants to grow your business, uh, as you begin to look into the future, understanding uh, what is that future going to look like. It's, it's probably going to look different than what you think it's going to look like, uh, but at least a, a vision of, of the direction that you're wanting to go and then what you need to do uh, during, the, uh, during the growth phases of the business to be able to get you uh, to where you need to be. Once again, my name is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. I appreciate you spending a few minutes to listen in today. If you haven't already, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Have a wonderful day.